listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today is a very exciting episode indeed because on this episode of Talking Law, we are announcing the launch of the very newest member of our Aspect group of companies, Aspect SME Insurance. And to talk about the whole idea behind Aspect SME Insurance and why there is such a gap in the market. I have on board Mina Wahi, who heads up Aspect SME Insurance. Now, in this episode, we talk about a lot of interesting topics related to insurance. I know, I know, I know, I can hear what you're about to say. Insurance, it doesn't sound very interesting. Well, that's where you've got it wrong. Insurance is actually a really important component of risk protection within an SME and in this two-part series with Mina and I, we discussed the reasons why I thought it was so important to add an insurance division onto our legal division where we look at risk and why insurance is such a great way to assist in the prevention and the protection for risk. We also talk in these two episodes about about the type of insurance that SMEs quite often don't even realise is around, where SMEs often get it wrong. And we talk about some stories and some case studies of where SME insurance has massively assisted businesses where they perhaps may not have realised it was even a possibility from the beginning. So buckle in and here we go with part one of our two-part series all about the fascinating things you may never have understood about insurance for your SME business. Okay, Mina, welcome to Talking Law. It's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Joanna. I'm really excited to be doing this. Yeah, well, look, I'm so excited as well because, of course, today we're talking about the launch of the brand new business as part of the Aspect Group of Companies, Aspect SME Insurance. Um, and I am super pumped. Um, Mina, I know we've had lots of discussions and you are pumped as well. <laughs> yes. You look, you know, it, it's great to be launching a business that meets market demand. Yeah, and it's almost uh, it's almost like you know everyone's been waiting for you know a business to come along and meet the demand that's in the market for the sort of insurance products that we wish to take out to the SME market. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think insurance is one of those things that's really not particularly well understood. And I guess maybe what I'll do is I'll just start by giving a quick snapshot of. Um, 
of why I think it's such a good fit with um, Aspect Legal. And then let's get stuck into talking about you, Mina, your background, and then, and you know, some of these fabulous products that we now have to offer to our clients um, and the SME community in general. I think from, from my perspective, Aspect Legal has always been about helping to recognise opportunities, but also to protect risk for SMEs. Um, Because, you know, one of the saddest things that I see is hardworking business people, entrepreneurs having built these amazing businesses and then just having landmines that appear along the way that either, number one, take them off course or number two, you know, in that worst case scenario, blow up the business. And I've certainly seen that happen many, many times, many more times than, you know, um, than than I care to actually see. Um, And from a legal perspective, we sit in that position of reviewing a business from risk and providing the legal landscape to help prevent that risk from appearing in the first place through contracts, through, um, you you know, through documentation and the organisation, the legal infrastructure of the organisation. But that is only one part of the story, you know, and I talk about risk so much that I just always felt there was this gap in what we're talking to our clients about because insurance is such an important component of that full risk discussion, isn't it? You know, so it's about building infrastructure to help minimize the risk, but that will never completely eliminate risk. And and that's where insurance sits in to help you protect this investment that you have in your business that you've built up over all of this time, you know, to ensure that those landmines along the way aren't leaching that value, aren't taking you away from the core focus and, and aren't you know, completely destroying the asset that you've built up over time. And I guess you must have seen, you know, this thought process play out a lot, Mina. And I really, I really want to get stuck into your thoughts behind it all. Um, You know, but maybe the way we launch into that, Mina, is let's start perhaps by talking a little bit about your background. What brought you to this point here? Uh, that's a that's a very interesting question, and I love sharing this story. Um, so I was working with a number of uh, businesses in helping them understand how to manage their information assets, and you know, all SMEs uh, basically collect lots of uh, information, and in doing that. Um, they asked me about changing legislations. And one of the legislations that was coming into Australia in 2014 was the Privacy Act. Yeah. And, and you know, being being a lawyer and in advising your clients, I'm sure around 2014, you were getting lots of queries. On oh, this. it was so busy. It was so busy. And people just didn't understand businesses and not just SMEs, we also service larger businesses, but the, the businesses of all sizes just didn't understand how they would deal with this, you know, because whilst there is a revenue size that the Privacy Act, you know, kicks in at, there are lots and lots and lots of businesses that um, will be uh, caught by the Privacy Act, notwithstanding they, from a zero threshold, you know, irrespective of the revenue. Um, and, And it's just, you know, there's this whole body of legislation 
that is very confusing. It's confusing in relation to how to comply. Um, and of course, then we had GDPR come in as well, which yeah. just added, you know, to, to the confusion. But um, but also I think then it raised a whole heap of questions that were really important questions about, well, how are we managing information anyway? And, and of course, that turned out to be a critical thing for businesses to consider as we are in this age when cybercrime is just so prevalent. You know, we have so many instances of clients who've suffered greatly because of cybercrime within their organisation. And so that's one of these imperative areas of insurance that's actually a little bit new, really, I, I guess. Is that right? That's right. If if you think of it, the context of using information and transmitting information on the internet is relatively new because businesses have embraced internet and embraced information for uh, providing better service and better products to uh, to 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 their clients. But you know, in this whole scenario, what we forgot was that for anything that takes us to the, you know, any medium, any channel that we use in interacting with our customers or suppliers may have a risk aspect to it as well. So, you know, businesses were focusing on the profit and saving cost, and then came along risk, and then came along the liability risk also, because, uh, you know, the legislation places obligation uh, to on, on the business to protect the data that it holds, especially uh, the personal information that a business holds becomes the obligation of the business for the security and uh, the privacy of uh, of that information. Yeah. And whilst, whilst I was uh, doing this for clients and helping them understand Privacy Act and liability risk from a legal point of view, I was talking to a broker in New York who was doing data privacy insurance and uh, it was very interesting what she was doing. And um, she said, why don't you come to New York? And, you know, it's typical American style. And and when I talk to you, Joanna, sometimes I feel that, you know, there's very much of the, the American entrepreneurship that you reflect <laughs> in, in, in your approach. And it's amazing that we're talking about this and aspect insurance today because I spent a month in New York with uh, – with Christine in um, in 2013 and went around town and understood how the insurance market was working in New York and especially data privacy insurance. Um, and then, you know, when you study insurance, you realize that the, the hub of insurance is actually London, um, where it all started with Lloyd's. Mm. So I spent a lot of time in London understanding and researching uh, and establishing relationships with insurance companies. Mm. And here we are today uh, with all that research and uh, trips to London and New York that you're starting at <laughs> insurance. And now we're able to uh, to be able to offer all of this fabulous insurance to our client base. And, uh, and you know, I guess I, I call it fabulous insurance um, and, and, and I guess just like legal things, insurance can be perhaps a bit hard for SMEs to get excited about. It might sound a bit bland on the face of it, but but it's just such a critical part of risk management for an organisation and, and risk management itself 
is critical to ensuring that this asset that you're building is protected and will be able to withstand that storms of business, you know, as as you grow um, over time um, and create this amazing asset that ultimately one day you can sell. And of course, we spend a lot of time with businesses helping them understand how to maximize value at exit, how to make sure they've got a strong asset for exit, and how to how to make a strong exit. But that is all predicated on you still having that asset in place and having that asset protected along the way, you know. So it's just so critically important. One of the things that I I thought was really interesting as we started discussing this topic, Mina, was just the breadth of insurance, types of insurance that are available for SMEs. And I guess the reality is that not all insurance types are relevant to all SMEs. It's a very... Um, it's a very individual um, sort of requirement depending on each type of business. But I think what many business owners just don't understand is the breadth of assets within their business that can be protected by insurance, the breadth of the types of insurance that are available. Um, and, and let's talk very briefly about some of those now. But I just want to say for anyone who's interested, we do have a webinar coming up where Mina and I are going to dig deep into all of these areas. We're going to talk about the types of insurance that you need as an SME. So some of those absolutely critical insurance types, and then some of those insurances that you may not have realized were there and that can create great benefit for your organization. We're going to talk about some stories of some surprising claims. I think um, businesses love to hear about, you know, some of these things that happen within their organization that actually could be covered by a type of insurance. Um, And then we're also going to dig into where SMEs go wrong with insurance. So if you're interested um, in finding out a little bit more about how insurance could be relevant to your business, then check out the show notes and we'll be putting a link there. Um, And if you aren't able to make it live, of course, if you can make it live, that's the best outcome because you can ask all of the questions that you have bubbling over in your mind at the moment about what you need to be specifically considering for your business. But if you can't make it live, we'll also have it available as on demand. Now, before we move on to some of these, um, I guess, some of these types of insurances, and then maybe even just touching on where businesses go wrong, Mina, I think I I have a habit of taking us down little um, rabbit holes. And um, I'm not sure we got to the end of your your background, but you're a very talented and experienced uh, person, Mina. And humble as well. So so I think I need to help you call out a few things here. You're a seasoned company director. You're an amazing business strategist. And and prior to the insurance game, you were with one of the big four. Is that right? Maybe Um, take us back there. Yes, actually, um, I did my MBA at Monash University. And um, immediately after that, uh, I worked uh, with PricewaterhouseCoopers. Um, and that, uh, you know, consulting is, uh, even if you work for a short while in consulting, many people will watch for the fact that it just teaches you to think strategically and think long term and also identify trends. And you're always working for the client, you know, in a consulting environment. 
you never work for yourself. So the constant pressure to create value, uh, anything that's of value that the client's willing to pay for is the real intent. And, you know, I have a mentor, uh, a very uh, famous and well-known consultant herself, uh, Babette Van Susan, who says that a client will pay you $100 to get a return on investment of $1,000. But never expect the client to pay you a thousand dollars to get a hundred dollars in return, mm-hmm. and and you're always vying for you're always vying for that hundred dollars because the client would rather spend that on something else that gives them at least ten uh, percent return on investment or hundred percent return on investment. Um, and I've also been um, a company director with Bendigo Bank. Uh, they have a community branch network, and I have been um, a board member of one of the uh, fastest growing branches here in uh, Victoria. But to summarize this, Joanna, it's very interesting that the journey that you have been on, that it's all about the business asset of the client. The SMEs have built these great assets and they don't know who to turn to, to yeah. manage, manage the risk, manage their profit, because the business asset that they have built is the business itself, which is supposed to give them uh, a, a sustainable profit over time. And the profit is in itself a risk. The business asset is also the risk. And how, as an insurance broker, we can speak with SME to justify the expense that insurance is, yeah. then how that expense will help them protect not only the business asset, but also the profit that comes out of it. But And it's also this, this element of sleep easy at night. You know, I find that business owners, as they, um, as they have a business that's gone through a lot of strong growth, there's a lot of fear that comes with that, the fear that comes with... I don't know what I don't know at the fear that the unknown could blow up this, this asset that they've been building. And and I think that is one of the elements of insurance. It helps us deal with the risk and it helps that sleep easy at night factor, you know, and I think, um, I think that's so important. And it's funny, actually, um, I've had a number of instances of clients over the years who have had issues that have appeared in their business. Um, And in fact, some of these are the reasons why I got really interested in insurance as a, as an, you know, additional service in addition to our legal services. Clients who have had issues have come up in their business, say, for example, employee claims. And, you, you know, they've been at the point where, you, you know, there, there's been an issue that they've need to deal with and, um, you know, there's legal fees that go along with that if there is an employee that's created an issue. And then there is the potential need for settlement. And in a few of those instances, I've had clients who after the fact have suddenly realised that they had insurance that covered them for these issues. And, it, you know, it it takes so much of the emotion away from that moment of dealing with a claim when suddenly, you, you know, they realise they're protected from the exposure to cost here. You know, it's just that it's almost that blanket that they suddenly say, I've got the insurance, I'm covered for this, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm not so concerned about where this could go. And I just think I've seen that emotional change in clients a number of times as they suddenly realise that an issue has appeared that they actually have insured against 
and have cover for. And it's um, it, it's interesting because I don't think it's just about dollars. I think at the end of the day, it's just about feeling that that comfort that they've had that protection there that that they didn't even remember at the point in time was in place. Have you ever seen that with your clients in the past, Mina? Yes, that's right. It happens always, Joanna, where clients say, we're facing this scenario. Do you think insurance will cover us for this scenario and uh, the legal fees that we're going to incur? And you say, yes, of course, you know, that is why I got you insurance in the first place. (laughs) And they say, really? That's wonderful. (laughs) It happens all the time. And, you know, the client I wish clients would say that in the first instance, let's talk to our broker and find out if we are covered. Most of the time, they're taking resort to, you know, uh, seeking legal advice, which is which is always recommended. Uh, but I feel they won't feel, you know, I wish they wouldn't feel so lost, you know, when yeah. some, you know, an uh, incident happens because they've got support, they've got the legal advisor, they've got the insurance advisor, and these are mechanisms by which the the business. Uh, gets protection and the business owner sleeps well at night. You know? That's right. But that's really where this integration of legal and insurance, you know, is just so, that's the power of it. You know, and this is this is a power that I see that, that you know, our clients have this one-stop shop. They don't have to work out who it is that they're meant to talk to in that situation because there is this flow of information because we're looking at their business from this holistic risk um, protection viewpoint rather than just the viewpoint of the tools that we bring to solve their particular risk issue, you know, because risk is not a one answer for every risk component in the business, right? It's it's this combination of multiple approaches to how you deal with risk, which I, I just think is the beauty. And, and, you know, you're so right. The client's have this confusion. Who do I go to first? And and I think the benefit here is they no longer have to worry about that because they've, they've now got a one-stop shop, Mina. They've now got a one-stop shop. That's right. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, one thing I wish to highlight, Joanna, is that the insurance has a liability side and the indemnity side. So there's some insurances which are liability insurances and one and some that combine indemnity and liability. And, um, and that so that integration between law and insurance is so obvious to me when I advise clients on the liability risk, because liability risk is driven by the legislation framework within which a, a business operates. And, le- and let's unpick that a bit more. So we're talking here liability versus indemnity. But I think most SMEs or business owners on the street probably don't necessarily understand the difference there. So let's let's unpack that a little bit more. What do we mean by liability here versus indemnity? Yes. So, uh, you know, in insurance jargon, we talk about first party risk and third party risk. Okay. First party risk is indemnity and third party risk is liability. Now I can mm-hmm. see you smiling. So you're obviously enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> this discussion I, but I, but I want to make sure our listeners stay yeah. on here. and and you know I mean this is relevant because being a lawyer you know you'll get it and um so like indemnity is like first party risk as a business owner I tend I I, I stand to lose my uh profit uh I my ownership of my assets the value of my assets can um, drop. Uh, how do I protect the asset that I build? How do I protect my profit? So that's my first party risk. But 
as a business, the business also uh, has obligations to third parties, which are employees, government, suppliers, customers. And that relationship is actually, as you would explain, is bound through the framework of law and the various legislation that operate. Now, a business must be across those legislations. That's why they come to you. You help them uh, understand the legal ramifications. And any incident that happens or any action by the business owner that triggers a breach of those legislations actually incurs to the, uh, on them the third-party risk or the liability risk. Mm-hmm. And in liability risk, under liability risk, you have instances where you know an employee may sue uh, the business owner and the business owners then ends up paying penalties and ends up uh, uh, having to incur legal costs. Mm. Uh, so those those costs and those penalties would then be covered by uh, the insurance, you know, uh, employment practices, liability insurance, for yep. instance. Um, so that's the difference between indemnities that you indemnify your own first party risk and ensure that, you know, for any risk that you're liable to third parties for is also covered by insurance. That's fabulous, Mina. And and you know, I think this whole this whole area is very it can be very confusing. Um, and, but the good news is, you, the listener, don't need to fully comprehend which insurance is right for you because we've got a great um, offer available for um, all of our clients at Aspect Legal and our listeners of our podcast. We have a free strategy session um, available with Mina where we'll look at your current insurances and help provide a bit of insight into what insurances might be most useful for your business and how you're looking at the moment in terms of the value you're getting from your current insurances versus what's out there in the market at the moment. So if you want to um, get a bit of an insurance health check, then just check out our show notes and you can book in a time directly with Mina. And as you've heard, um, Mina doesn't just come to us with the insurance background. She actually comes to us from this amazing management consulting background, which I I think is an extraordinarily unique skill set to bring because it really is about looking at risk from this broader perspective rather than simply looking at it from a policy lens. Um, And and I just think that's so critically important and such an amazing addition um, to our aspect group of businesses. Now, we're going to be back next week with another episode of Talking Law where we're going to drill a little bit more into these topics. We're going to have a look at what SMEs often get wrong with insurance. And we're going to drill in to some case studies um, and we'll talk a little bit more um, about some other areas that you should be thinking about with some um, SME insurance. Just want to say a massive thank you for coming along to part one of our two-part series, Mina, and we'll be back next week with our second part. Thank you, Joanne. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And it's amazing how much there is to learn about insurance, isn't it? But having said that, like you said, SMEs don't need to worry about how much they understand insurance. But uh, at the same time, we want them to know that there's insurance for them for every risk that their business potentially could face. Uh, Isn't that fabulous? I'm just so excited, Mina. So excited. Wonderful. Thank you. And welcome to the Aspect family, Mina. (laughs) Thanks, Joanna. 
Well, that's it for this episode of Talking Law, of course, where we dug right into the new area of SME insurance that is part of the Aspect Group of companies. As I said, we're super excited um, to launch this new business because we think insurance is such an important component of that risk management strategy for every SME. And I really implore you to think about whether or not you have properly utilized insurance within your business. Of course, as we talked about on this episode, we have for you an opportunity for a free insurance review with Mina. And I highly recommend you take advantage of that offer, not just because it's a great opportunity to work out if you could be paying less for something better, Uh, not only because it's a great opportunity for you to work out if there's risks in the business that you're not actually seeing um, at the moment that could create problems for you if you're not looking at them properly, but also because Mina is just such a wealth of knowledge in her own right. Of course, we talked about her strong background from a management consulting background, and I think any business owner would feel that that is time very well spent in a discussion with Mina. So if you'd like to take advantage of that offer, then just head to the show notes or over to our website at talkinglaw.com.au where you'll be able to find a link straight through to book Mina in for that insurance health check. There you'll be able to find the contact details for Mina at Aspect SME Insurance. And of course, you'll also be able to find details of how to contact our legal eagles at Aspect Legal if you'd like to take a legal view of risk management in your business. Of course, at Aspect Legal, we also conduct legal health checks. Whilst those aren't free, they are priced very competitively and it would be a great opportunity for you to take risk management from a high level perspective, getting both your legal and your insurance health check done at the same time. Well, that's it. And also don't forget that we have a webinar coming up very soon where Mina and I dig into this area of insurance for SMEs. We talk all about where businesses often go wrong, the types of insurance you really should be considering having on board, some interesting insurance that you may not have thought about before, the benefits of insurance, and we will be digging into some case studies, talking about the benefits of the use of SME insurance when it's done correctly. We'll also be talking about some really great case studies of ways in which we've been able to find savings for businesses in their insurance spend. So don't forget to tune into that webinar. Head over to our booking link on the show notes or also over at our website. And don't forget to tune into part two of this two-part series where we look at the types of insurance that are available for your business and where SMEs often go wrong. And we're going to give you some killer case studies where you can actually see this insurance at play and the benefits of getting the right insurance in place from some case studies of similar business owners. Well, that's it. Look, I just want to say thank you once again. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and Talking Law, proudly sponsored by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal, and our brand new business insurance practice, Aspect SME Insurance. See you next time. Thank you. 
Are you looking for a top quality legal team to assist you in your organisation? Aspect Legal is an innovative commercial legal practice that specialises in providing fast and professional services for their clients. If you'd like to chat about how we might be able to assist you, simply head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au to book in a time for a free discussion with one of our lawyers. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au. Thank you.